Dread it. Run from it. Destiny arrives all the same. Hey, and welcome back to 15 Minutes of Marvel, the only podcast that gives you Marvel reviews, news, and rumors in pretty much 15 minutes. I'm your host, Ethan Simi. Today on the show is a very exciting topic, talking about Marvel's new project, What If, that drops in just uh, six days from when this episode comes out. It's going to drop on August 11th. And to talk about What If, I've got Richard Nevins of the Direct.com joining me to talk about it. We're going to get a good primer underway, have a nice conversation about what we're excited for, what we're looking forward to, and and possibly some uh, issues with the show. Richard, welcome to the show, man. How are you doing? Thank you so much. Um, I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me again. Absolutely, man. So it is your second time coming on the podcast. Uh, I believe I believe you came on once before for some WandaVision, some Falcon and Winter Soldier talk. Uh, we've, I feel like we've come a long way since then in terms of Marvel projects. Seriously, that was when, uh, that, was when that mutant scoop dropped. And yep. uh, oh my God, we have come a long way since then. And um, man, I'm pumped for what if. I don't know about you, but I'm excited for it. Uh, yeah, I'm very, very excited for it. I've got to be honest, uh, I, I wasn't super hyped on what if. When it, when it came down the project pipeline, I, it was kind of like, you know, low, low of the totem pole for me. I was like, I don't really know. I don't know. (laughs) And so this being the first animated thing that Marvel has done, uh, I I want your thoughts right off of the top. How are we feeling about the animation? The the first true like clip dropped this morning Mm -hmm. uh, about the first episode with Captain Britain and Peggy Carter. So we got a nice kind of like 45 second look at something in the show. How are you, how are you digging the animation? I am loving it personally. Like I I'm sure we're about the same age. We grew up on, you know, Disney animated movies and everything. So that's that's my jam. And when Marvel decided to go the animated route with one of their projects, I was I was a little nervous, but I was definitely really excited for it. And um, this clip looks awesome. You know, Peggy, we got Steve in the Hydra Stomper, you know, flying mm-hmm. around being all badass and everything. Um, the thing that's, you know, driving me the most crazy about this show is that this seems like it's actually going to be canon within the MCU. And it's not just some throwaway look back at the infinity saga. So I can't wait to see how it, um, how it interacts and weaves into everything that's being established in the MCU. Right. And that MCU canon news came out like a day ago, two days ago, something like that. And I think, I think we are all maybe still grappling with that. And and the fact that like, okay, this, this is actually MCU canon and, and this exists within within our broader MCU, because I'm not sure if we all thought that. I definitely was of the mindset that, you know, okay, this is just going to be a fun a fun show that maybe doesn't apply to the MCU as a whole. So it being MCU canon, I, I assume you're on the side of beneficial. This is a very good thing, right? Absolutely. And here's what I started thinking too. After the season finale of Loki, that's what really opened my mind up to being able to accept that what if could actually be really happening in some other version of the MCU timeline of the multiverse? Cause I mean, obviously at the end of Loki, you had the entire multiverse going. So uh, <laughs> anything's possible now. It is. It Anything is. at all. Do you think with, with this being MCU canon, I've got to ask the question. Do you think that this is a larger setup or potential or has potential in the future 
to go live action? Are we going to see Captain Britain live action go from what if to a, a movie or a show? You know, what's funny is I wasn't sure about that until maybe about a week or two ago. I think it was Diz Insider that um, released the rumor that um, Haley Atwell is going to be coming back as Captain Carter in Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. So I wasn't sure about that. I mean, obviously, obviously, we're not going to get T'Challa Star-Lord, which sucks you right. know, because Chadwick Boseman passed away last year. And I'm excited to see him again in this series. But the fact that this series could actually bring those characters from animation into live action, I mean, sign me up. Yeah, sign me up. I, I will co-sign that. I'll be, I'll be right at the, the release or premiere of whatever that's going to be, whatever that property will be. Yep. I do think the, the animation in particular, I think, is kind of of the mindset of real life and, and trying to maybe emulate what a live action character might appear as uh, yeah. so as to, you know, have a seamless transition, I think is, is kind of what we're going for. So the first three episodes have already gone out to critics and we've, we've had the embargo lifted and we kind of know how people stand on these first three episodes. I've, I've heard mixed reviews from a lot of different people. Some people very hyped, others kind of in the middle and some people just like not really about it. Now, <laughs> when it comes to these critic reviews, I'm curious to, I know how I kind of read these and take them, but I'm curious to know what you think. Um, how does it impact watching a brand new show? Like what if, are you taking this as like scripture? Are you taking it with a grain of salt? Are you ignoring it? What's the plan? You know, what's funny is even being one of those critics myself, I got to do like spoiler-free reviews for WandaVision, Falcon, and okay. what it, and um, Loki. And you really can't take um, all of these as granted. Because me, I'm an MCU diehard. I love almost anything that comes out of the MCU to some level or another, some more than others, but I, I love it all. So my if it's coming from me, it has a chance of being a little bit more of a positive review. Sure. But you know, you look at other people from other websites and everything, and I know the direct, we, we got a screener and um, we've had our person review and she really enjoyed it. But um, you really can't take any of those for granted as scripture, as you said. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm just looking forward to seeing it myself, gathering my own, my own, my own opinions. Um, I mean, this is one I've been excited about almost since it debuted at, um, I think it was what, San Diego Comic-Con 2019. Long so time this, ago. This one's been a long time coming. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, I, I'm with you. I, I do think it's important going into a brand new thing like this to take into consideration what, what the critics say. I think that's oh, part yeah. of it, right? That's part of the fun and part of the... It's part of the job. Yeah, part of the job and, and part of, you know, the experience of something like this. And, and, you know, if we didn't get those things for WandaVision or Loki or something similar, um, I do think a lot of people would have been a lot less prepared maybe for what we were diving into. So I do think they're important, but again, uh, you know, they're, they're all people's opinions, right? So I, yeah. I do think it's important to, to take them with a yeah. large dose of salt. <laughs> and, and I think especially too, it's a little more important on the Disney plus side of things, because this is the first year the MCU's had the Disney plus shows like WandaVision, Falcon, Loki. So I think that kind of helps people gauge a little bit more like what they're getting into, like what they're up for. Um, Cause I mean, obviously the MCU has been around forever. It's got 24 movies now, but mm -hmm. these TV shows, I mean, they're, they're the same, but they're different. So it's kind of a new venture for Marvel, even four shows in. Yeah. 
and it's it's really a new a new landscape as a whole in terms of the streaming we've we've seen recently with you know what's going on with Scarlett Johansson and and Marvel oh, yeah. and Disney and straight to streaming and all of these issues that are arising i do think right. it's a, it's just a brand new landscape in general whole new world whole new world and i i'm excited to 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 see what that future holds um talking about a whole new world right so <laughs> what if obviously is taking things that have already happened and changing them slightly and and seeing what might happen we know that Chadwick Boseman, T'Challa's Star-Lord, is going to be in four episodes. Mm-hmm. We know that we'll get a, a Captain Carter for episode one. We'll see in episode two, T'Challa's Star-Lord. Uh, and then we know a handful of other you know, people that we've seen from promos and, and what the case might be. Mm-hmm. Richard, what are you most excited to see or the potential of seeing? Uh, is all of it an answer? I, I mean, <laughs> the whole thing. I mean, all this stuff is going to be absolutely insane. I mean, just from the teasers we've gotten, we've seen Killmonger saving Tony at the start of Iron Man. Obviously, we've got Captain Carter, T'Challa, Star-Lord. I think I saw something about Zombie Hunter, Spider-Man. We're getting yep. MCU zombies for the first time. I mean, this show it really has an open door and an open path to whatever it wants to do. So, um I mean, it's going to be nine episodes and I can't wait for every one of them. Mm-hmm. And, and we already know we're getting a second season as well. Yep. So that that we're going to have 18 episodes over a couple of years, I would assume. I think this door into like unlimited possibility is something that's incredibly exciting as a Marvel fan and could really just like do right. We could do anything like we could see anything. I think personally, for me, I, I took one of the teasers and I kind of went frame by frame and and tried to see what I could see. There was a few frames where Shuri, it kind of walks out of a door, blasting some, some people and Pepper Potts is next to her. Right. And, and, and I really hope we get more than like six seconds of that because I'm a big (laughs) Pepper Potts fan. I'm a big rescue fan. I think that would be really cool to see her team up with Shuri. That, that sounds awesome. And then the other thing being Gamora as Thanos, I, I think, or, right. or having his armor? Like, what's your what's your thought on this? So I remember one of the exclusives I actually wrote for the uh, Illuminati was it's going to be, it's called Gamora, Daughter of Thanos. So it seems like basically if she's, you know, taking down, taking his path of what he wanted uh-huh, to be, this, yep. you know, this epic assassin, you know, the fiercest woman in the galaxy, whatever. And from what I remember, I think she's supposed to be hunting down Tony or something. So... I mean, I can't wait to see how like the cosmic side of things re- relates back mm-hmm. to the Earth stuff and how they all connect with each other. We're we're getting this new Avengers team. It's gonna be it's gonna be absolutely bonkers. It's gonna be some wild stuff. I think Gamora in Thanos gear is just really really freaking cool to see personally. Badass. Like that, it's just is super super badass and very cool. Yeah. Um. Now, in terms of it being kind of more this this kind of lofty, fun, twisty project, right? It's not necessarily as grounded as, as other things might be. Oh yeah. I'm curious your take on if that is, if that's a help or a hurt situation for the MCU, because now that it's canon is something that is more fun and, and less high stakes. Is this good for the MCU verse right now? See, I don't really mind that, honestly, okay. because we know that the MCU has 
two dozen confirmed projects in the works between now and two years from now. Mm -hmm. So there's going to be high stakes events. You've got No Way Home. You've got Multiverse of Madness. You've got the Fantastic Four, whatever they come in. Um, It's kind of nice, especially in an animated feature, that this could be a little bit more low stakes and it still totally works. And plus, it could end up being high stakes. There's nine episodes and we have no idea what the journey is of these nine episodes. Sure, that's a really, really good point. I think it's a beneficial thing as well. I think it's a nice break. Like we're all so invested in WandaVision and Loki and saying all of these theories and what could be and what might happen and and dissecting everything so much. I do think something like this is is a nice kind of step back and something to enjoy that is slightly different. Obviously going to be an Easter egg hunt as well. I can only imagine- There's going to be tons of things. Uh, all, all I'll say is this. You can go ahead. Not, not every MCU project has to be Infinity War or Endgame. So mm-hmm. that, that's kind of where I am with What If, and it's still going to be awesome. It's still going to be a fun time. Yeah, I agree. I think that's a really important point to remember. And with you saying nine, nine episodes, anything's possible. We don't know. I, I want your theory. On, I, I, I want your like one season one What If theory uh, what's well, like? What is something that that is going to happen that might be tied in to something else? Do you think? Oh, I, I mean, obviously we've got the Captain Carter stuff. We've got mm-hmm. the rumor that she's going to be in Multiverse of Madness. Um, I've heard rumors that she's going to be like a key character for future seasons of What If. So we're getting mm-hmm. more Haley Atwell, which because she's one of my. Um, I think this could really like start to open the door for a lot of the multiverse stuff that we're going to be seeing in future movies. Like I said, No Way Home and Multiverse of Madness. I don't know if anything's going to be like directly canon with those movies specifically outside of the Peggy stuff, but it'll certainly open up the possibilities for that to happen. Yeah. Do you think the, the watcher, do you think the watcher is going to have any play into where this might go. I know, I know comic wise. And from what we know as like an MCU universe that the watcher does not take part in anything. He's strictly a watcher and a storyteller. Yeah. I don't know. It kind of seems to me like he might have to dip his toes in this. Yeah. Multiverse. I've heard rumors that things might get so crazy that he might have to, you know, check things out, see what's going on. And, um, and from everything I've heard from Jeffrey Wright, it's, it sounds like it's going to be an awesome character. I mean, yeah. um, he's becoming quite the uh, the comic book movie expert himself with this and the Batman coming up. But I can't wait to see what he does in this. And The Watcher is going to be really interesting. I agree. I think The Watcher is going to be a key part moving forward. I like that it's all told from his perspective and kind of his point of view, mm-hmm. seeing these all, all these different things. Um yeah, man. I, I mean, I, I'm very, very excited for what if just like you are this, this primer, this conversation obviously got me way more excited uh, than, <laughs> than, than I have been. So I'm glad that we don't have to wait too much longer. Uh, Richard, days. Thanks for being on the show, man. I appreciate it. It's always a pleasure chatting with you. Um, where can people find you on, on social media and, and what you do? Thank you. Thank you so much for having me on, man. So you can find me on, I'm mostly on Twitter at, at R Nevins. Uh, I write for the direct.com and the illuminerdy.com. Uh, you can mostly find me on Twitter. Like I said, at R Nevins. And um, 
I write a ton. Anybody who follows me knows that I'm pretty much like a writing machine. So uh, yes, you are. You'll you'll see something from me, I'm sure, here in the near future, um, especially about what if as it gets closer. Yeah, yeah. I suggest to follow. You're always always doing cool stuff and having nice exclusives and breaking some news. So it's all, it's always a it's fun a fun time, man. Uh, thanks for being on the show. Thank you so much. An awesome and amazing time talking with Richard as per usual. Don't forget to go follow him on all these social medias. Great guy, always tweeting some great stuff. How excited are you for What If? Let me know on Twitter at 15 Minute Marvel. I'm curious. I wasn't super excited, but now I'm like crazy hyped up, obviously. I really want to know everybody's excitement level for this brand new Marvel project. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast on any major podcast platform. And a special shout out to the two patrons of the show, Brandon Clark and Hajir Shakib. I appreciate the support. I will see you back here next time. I'm Ethan Simi, and remember, always go higher, further, and faster. Wow.